Welcome to The Goodness Club, a community for people striving to live healthier, happier, more purposeful lives. This podcast will cover a variety of topics, how to heal from trauma, how to live healthier lives, changing our mindsets, manifesting our dream lives, living our purpose. Being happy and healthy isn't just about the foods we eat and how many workouts we do. Being truly happy and healthy is about making the decision every day to become our best selves and aligning with our purpose. What is eating healthy if you carry resentment? What is staying active if your eating habits are trash? What is love if we haven't first learned to love ourselves? How can we evolve if we are clinging on to our past? Here, we will explore every uncomfortable topic and dissect every aspect of our lives. We will be focusing on mind, body, soul, relationships, nutrition as a whole. They all need to align in goodness in order for life to flow and find purpose, joy, love, and peace. And now for today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Goodness Club. I am Judith Rios and if you are returning, I'm so happy to see you here again. And if you are brand new, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here and thank you for making me part of your day. I just want to share really quick, it was my birth week this week. Um, It's kind of like a virtual, my mom instilled in me since always um we kind of just celebrate our birth weeks instead of just one birthday we think it's a lot more special to celebrate an entire week so it's something that i've had to also tell alfredo and alfredo already knows the drill we celebrate the whole week and not just one day so it's so cute because alfredo wakes up for every single day for an entire week just happy birthday babe i love you so it was really nice that he's kind of part of the tradition now and kind of like the ritual right of every year and um this year i didn't really go crazy i usually just go like one time i went to las vegas another time i went to tulum another time i think we road tripped but i i felt like we really wanted to get our finances in order just in case you haven't heard our how to get out of debt episode um we were just focusing on just really paying down all the debt that we were got ourselves into because of the whole mindless consuming and all of that and that you can hear all in the in the in the episode i just forgot what the name of the episode was but i talk about how we're trying to get rid of um rid of our debt and all of that how we're almost there but this year with everything going on and the debt and i just honestly didn't really see anything that we can do here that i would enjoy so i kind of just decided to do just to be close to the people that i love and that i know care for me and we did that by going out to breakfast in the morning with my my husband's family and then in the afternoon we went to eat lunch with my mom and honestly it felt so nice to just be around people that care about you right and they celebrate you and that are happy that it's your birthday and my sister-in-law also slept over so that was one of the things that i wanted to do as well i wanted to be with her for like a sleepover type thing which i couldn't even hang i cannot i couldn't stay awake for a past i think i stayed awake until 12 and that was pretty insane so i'm not really good at that but um yeah i just also celebrated with a lymphatic drainage massage it was at it was an at-home massage the woman came to me and it was amazing i posted it on stories um 
she did also cupping up and down my legs like not like still cupping like the cups kept moving like she kept moving the up and down and it was it tickled for like the first two seconds until it didn't and it was so painful for me but it was like my first experience and i was just drinking a lot of water to obviously drain out all of the toxins and everything because of the doing the lymphatic massage and that was really nice um i'm gonna share her instagram i think it's camila i'm gonna see if you are in the if you are in the miami area and you're interested in an at home kind of like lymphatic massage I recommend them. It's camilaperez.mt. I'm also going to leave them in the episode's notes just in case they come to you. They're in the Miami area, Kendall area, and they have a whole bunch of ladies that just go to different parts of Florida, right? Not Florida, but mostly Miami area. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to post that in the episode notes, and I recommend them. But Apart from that, I've also been enjoying Sakara Life meals. I like Sakara. I am enjoying not cooking and just having meals ready to go. And all the meals are obviously different and delicious and something that I wouldn't normally cook. So it's cool to have something at home that I could just grab that's different. It feels like you're eating in a plant-based restaurant. So I love that for myself and I um just eating that i think i have two more two more meals to go so that's how i took care of myself this week and celebrated myself i just spent time with my husband spent some time with family and got a lot of gifts and yeah i just that's pretty much it guys and i've been so like i've i have not been posting on instagram at all it's just I don't know, I don't feel motivated to post on Instagram. And when I do, I feel like it has to be something worth of value and not just worthless information that is just going to like bombard you with another story that doesn't really matter, right? Um, but sometimes I want to share my life because I like connecting with you guys and like it's this constant back and forth of wanting to share on stories and kind of like not into it because I just want to talk when I have something important that I want to put out there instead of making you consume mindless information that just doesn't matter but then again like I go again it's like the same thing because it's like I want to share my life because I want to connect with you all and I want you all to know me better and all of that so it's just this whole back and forth thing and Instagram feed is like a whole nother thing. I haven't gone out, so I don't really feel motivated to post pictures because like I'm just at home. I'm not really going anywhere at the moment and I'm not going to go outside to take a picture. And especially Miami, you anywhere that you have to park is like a huge deal and you have to pay for parking. And then the weather is like raining one second and then it's not another. And then I just don't find... I don't know. I'm just not inspired to create content here at all. Every time I go on vacation somewhere, I'm super inspired. I wake up at 6 a.m. I'm on the road. I shoot for like four hours, five hours straight, get a whole bunch of outfits in. And then I go back and enjoy the rest of my day on vacation. But when I'm home, I don't know what, like, I'm just not feeling it here, to be honest. Um, But yeah, that's, I'm just chit-chatting. I'm just like venting. But Today, we're going to talk about protein. One of the biggest questions around plant-based diets is whether they provide enough 
complete proteins, right? And this is something that I am wanting to talk about because I have seen it a lot in a lot of conversations. Like, for example, my mom, she's like, well, I can eat the way that you eat, but I just need my protein. And this thought that only animal products are linked to the only source of protein out there is incorrect. Um, There is protein in every legume, bean, whole grain, seeds, nuts, green vegetables, and these are all wonderful sources of protein as well. So I just wanted to say that that animal products are not the only thing that have protein and that this whole I just need my protein to go with my meal is not technically correct. You need you're used to eating chicken with your meal or you're used to eating beef with your meal. Yeah, that's uh, that's the correct, you know, technical term if you want to get technical, right? But um no, those are not the only protein sources. You know, if you throw beans on your salad, you are adding you're adding protein. If you're if you're throwing nuts and seeds, you're adding protein. Even the leafy greens themselves have protein. Um, and they all have different kinds of protein. There's no need for you to be protein deficient if you go plant-based, right? You just need to learn how to nourish yourself and to learn how to, you know, make the meals. And you have to think about what you're going to put in every meal. For example, when I'm making my meal, I'm going to be like, okay, so the bottom, I'm going to do some leafy greens and then I'm going to do some walnuts. Then I'm going to sprinkle some hemp seeds, chia seeds, a little bit of apple cider vinegar with like a tiny bit of olive oil. Then I'm going to add on the side some whole grains. I'm going to do some chickpeas or maybe some black beans and then a hummus. And then I'm going to put some radishes, tomatoes, sprinkle it with cilantro, maybe some honey mustard, and I mean some mayo. No, what was it? I always confuse the yellow mustard. Yeah, it's honey mustard. Okay. And um, basically an avocado for some fats. And that's how I think about my meals, right? I think about my carbs, my starches, my leafy greens, my nuts, my seeds, my legumes, I don't know if I said beans, but my beans, my whole grains. And this is the art of nourishing yourself, right? This is knowing how to make a meal um, that's going to nourish your body and that's going to give you everything that you need when it comes to um, your minerals, your vitamins, and basically just eating a nourishing meal, you know, and and eating meals that are not going to leave you hungry because you're nutrient deficient, First, I want to talk about what is a protein. Proteins are large molecules that are made up of small components called amino acids. And our bodies can make some amino acids from other components, but other amino acids must be consumed in the diet. So the amino acids that our bodies cannot make are called essential amino acids. And there are nine of them. The amino acids that your body can make are called non-essential amino acids. So just think about it this way. The non-essential amino acids, I don't have to worry about. They're non-essential. I create them. The essential amino acids, which are nine, I do have to worry about them because I do not make them. I have to consume them through foods. There's also another um, amino acids that are conditional amino acids. 
and they're normally made by the body from other components except when a person's body is under extreme stress or has an illness so these are called conditional amino acids right so proteins are this exactly they're essential and non-essential amino acids and proteins are obviously important in the body. They make up antibodies, enzymes, messenger proteins like hormones. They make structural transport and storage components, right? So like everything else, carbs, fats, proteins, vitamins, minerals, everything is important, right? I don't want to like put protein high up there like it's the most important thing that you need to worry about because everything is important. Everything in moderation is important. It's never okay to obsess over proteins. It's never okay to obsess over fats, over carbs. Everything is okay and everything is needed. Everything is beneficial for the body. Everything helps in their own type of way. And you just need to focus on eating a little bit of all of these every single day. Because I know there's as like a health healthy health junkie or like you know somebody that's on their that's really into health and wellness what i'm trying to say we sometimes and i'm prone to this too that's why i'm including myself in this we sometimes obsess over collagen we obsess over protein we obsess over chlorophyll you know like we obsess over these health things that we don't necessarily need to be obsessing about if we just focus on eating whole foods and plant-based everything that we obsess about we are getting in moderation in our diet without having to obsess about it or think about it there's this obsession with protein shakes in the morning or adding protein to smoothies and this is something i wanted to talk about too because you don't have to be obsessing over protein if you are eating a whole food plant-based diet there's no need to obsess about protein and everything that is taken too much like obviously if you exaggerate the amount that you're supposed to be eating just because you think the more the better the more is not ever the better guys when i do something i do it like all the way and i do too much of it so this falls on me too sometimes i need to learn how to chill and be like okay i'm i need to eat this but in moderation i cannot have it be something that i'm consuming morning lunch and you know dinner and this goes with alkaline water i got an obsession with alkaline water and it turned out i had alkaline poisoning because of the obsession that i had with that water it's the water flow i love that water but i was drinking it that was the only water i was drinking and i drink water by gallons so i did get alkaline poisoning and i had to chill out so then everything is good in moderation and that's something that we need to work on right and we don't have to obsess over protein excess protein can even stress our systems and make kidneys and our liver work too hard right and that's among other things that too much protein can cause in the body can cause damage in the body so speaking from my plant-based living lifestyle from my preference I wanted to give you some information about animal protein and plant-based protein. And I chose to stop eating animal products and, you know, eggs, dairy, just animal meat in general, anything animal related. Because 
of a, of what they do to the animal I don't, that's just one thing right the humane part of it um also because of all the antibiotics hormones additives chemicals that they put into these animals and sodium and sugar and it's just my personal right my preference of eating but i wanted to share with you this data that um was collected from the nurses health study researchers at harvard school of public health and they analyzed the diets of more than 130,000 people and found that the greater consumption of protein from animal sources, especially bread and processed meats, increased the risk of mortality. And alternatively, alternatively the researchers found that the greater consumption of plant-based protein was associated with a longer life. And this isn't just about mortality, about longer life of I'm going to eat plant-based because I want to live longer. This is mainly i'm gonna eat plant-based because i don't want to struggle with heart disease for the last let's say 10 years of my life or i don't want to struggle with cancer for the next i don't know how many years of my life and i want to live i don't care how long i live to be honest i'm not really scared of death um that's not the reason why i eat plant-based i'm not scared of dying I just want the life that I'm going to live on this earth to be free from disease, right? And strokes and all of these are things that I can prevent. Diabetes are all of these things that I can pre- I prevent. Brain diseases, Alzheimer's, um, Parkinson's. These are things that I can prevent through diet to the best of, of my ability, right? To the best that I can because you also have to factor in like environmental stressors, chemicals, pollution, um bpas and there's like a million like type of bpas right it's not just bpas bppa or like there's so many of them right um our body is constantly just working and detoxing our bodies from all of these things that we're exposed to especially the clothes that we're wearing they're not made from good fabrics and these fabrics release toxins into our skin the entire day and there's just so much more of going plant-based for me that it's not just about like it's just you know it's more about living a longer life like I said I don't mind how long I live I just choose to live a healthier life and from all the research from all the data from all the scientific journals medical journals that have been out there I'm just going with the data I'm more of a scientific person if i see the data if i see what is true what is false the data what does the data show right and the data always shows that meat consumption animal consumption anything that has to do with animals always leads to heart disease diabetes and just another a whole bunch of other diseases right and i don't want to get into that topic right now but because we're talking about protein right but this is just something that i wanted to point out about protein the difference between plant protein and animal protein so this is an informative podcast i am always going to speak the truth i'm always gonna try to just inform you to the best that i can about everything that is scientifically true data true research true um i'm always going to give you the data i'm always going to give you the correct information and you do that with what you want right so i'm never going to tell you what to eat i'm never going to tell you how your meals need to look like obviously i'm always going to say 
that a whole food plant-based diet is the healthiest way to go and this consists of starchy vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, leafy greens, whole grains, legumes, beans, nuts, seeds, fruits. Um, I think I missed one but you know it's always containing vegetables and fruits because that's what's scientifically proven research proven data proven to be the healthiest way to eat so that is what i'm going to give you if you are somebody that eats animal products um eggs dairy cheese i would say keep those to a minimum if you can and if you're going to be eating meats keep those to twice a week or maybe just once a day if you're somebody that eats it for every single meal maybe you know just once a day and if you are going to be eating these meats a lot occasionally please stick to organic pasture raised grass-fed types of meats but moving on i want to talk about the benefits of eating protein from plants right plant-based protein it helps prevent diabetes it helps control hypertension is better for your heart it helps you lose weight it has higher intake of fiber it maintains your vision and it takes care of your skin it helps with inflammation it lowers your cholesterol levels, and it's obviously better nourishment. Um, animal protein, you're basically just going to get the protein and the fat. You're not going to get any fiber in there. You're probably going to get high levels of cholesterol. Um, animal consumption is linked to hypertension, is linked to diabetes, it's linked to weight gain, and it's linked to inflammation. So basically going to get the opposite of what you will get from an animal protein option. Before moving on, I do want to clarify that the excess consumption of meat is what is linked to heart disease and diabetes and other diseases, right? Because the blue zone areas, these are the areas that are researched because they have the, long, the longest living healthy people on the planet. They do eat meat. They eat organic happy cows, so free from hormones and additives but they do keep meat consumption to a minimum. They eat four ounces of meat when they do eat meat and they do so occasionally, which is once a month and in some areas are twice a week. But they never eat any processed meats, as in hot dogs, sausages, deli meats, whatever processed meat you can think of because processed meats are linked to cancer and you can find this information on the cancer.org website. There's a list on there of carcinogens and processed, and processed meats is on there. Also, their dairy mainly comes from sheep or goat. That's also something else. But this is why so many people eat 90 to 95% plant-based with some meats, which I believe to be okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, my husband is going to eat this way after a year if, if he still wants to eat this way, right? Because right now he's sticking to a plant-based diet because he was pre-diabetic before we don't know anymore because he hasn't gotten blood test or anything but he was pre-diabetic and he has a lot of body aches and fatigue he has he's struggling with all sorts of things and what we decided that would be better for him was for him to just detox his body alkaline his body nourish his body with a lot of fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes and beans um, nuts, seeds, this way he can detox his body, get it to optimum health, 
level and that way after a year if he still feels like yeah i want to throw in some meat in there he's gonna do so but like only 10 percent of his day or 10 percent of his week will go towards meats so i believe the 90 percent plant-based is a great way to stay healthy to keep everything balanced so moving on how much protein do we need this depends on athletes on if you are sick if you are recovering if you know if you're just a normal person doesn't do much just average exercise it varies per person the recommended daily allowance of protein for both men and women is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight so if someone weighs 70 kilograms which is 154 pounds they should be consuming about 56 grams of protein a day and this is simple, you just multiply 0.8, which is the grams of protein per kilogram of body weight, you multiply 0.8 grams and by your kilogram weight, right? And then you should get the amount of grams that you're supposed to be eating a day. For athletes, it's different, is 1.2 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram per day. The requirement for people who are ill is also different, is 0.93 to 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram and be aware if you are someone that is affected in the liver or kidney function in some type of way uh, make sure not to overconsume protein because this is going to have some type of reaction to that right if you are already affected in your liver or kidney we're going to jump right into some plant-based proteins options that you can add to your daily diet which are Grains, legumes, quinoa, buckwheat, brown rice, peas, blue-green algae like spirulina, soybeans, fenugreek seeds. The benefits of eating protein from plants is that it also contains phytonutrients in addition to the protein, right? This is why it's beneficial to eat plant-based proteins because they contain more nutrients than just the protein. So the first plant-based protein is peanut-based protein. Peanuts are, and other nuts, are among the best-known sources of plant-based protein. They contain all 20 amino acids in different amounts. But the thing with eating plant-based proteins is that sometimes they lack in other types of proteins, like peanuts are low in methionine, which is why peanuts should be complemented with grains to balance its amino acid profile. So... You can eat this by eating peanuts, peanut butter, or a peanut butter powder alone or combined with another plant source. So peanut-based protein can be eaten as a peanut-based protein powder. Um, and sometimes the powder, if you're going to go buy a peanut-based powder or whatnot, or whatever other type of plant-based protein, it's usually mixed with like a whole grain, right? Because the whole grain is going to have some of the the amino acids that doesn't contain like let's say the peanut butter or the soy or stuff like that right but moving on next one is soy based protein soy is the most popular one for athletes since it has bcaa's and bcaa's is a group of amino acids that help support muscle growth so a quarter cup of soybean of soy protein Isolate powder provides between 20 to 30 grams of protein per serving. That's 20 to 30 grams. That's basically half of the protein that you need for the day if, well, 
if you're not if you're not an athlete, right? So soy protein has also been demonstrated to have other benefits, including lowering cholesterol and regulating the thyroid. And it has also been used for therapy, controlling menopausal symptoms in postmenopausal women. The next plant-based protein is pea-based protein. This is the one that I used to eat a lot, pea and hemp-based protein. It's the one that I used to throw in my smoothies. So pea protein powders are made from yellow split peas and contain about 21 grams of protein per quarter cup. Pea protein is also high in BCAAs, um, making it a popular choice for bodybuilders who follow a plant-based diet. So they are usually going to go towards the pea based protein um in fact the pea protein is comparable to whey protein in support of the muscle building and increasing strength additionally which is what i love is that they don't also have protein they help promote digestive health and this is really great for me because i have digestive issues if you you know follow me like the bloating and all of that but pea protein is low in the amino acid methionine. So if you are worried about your protein consumption, you can complement the pea protein with a rice or a whole grain. Uh, or like I said already, you can purchase protein blends that include brown rice and the pea protein. The next plant-based protein is chia-based protein. Chia seeds are best known for their omega-3 content, but they are also a great source of protein. A quarter cup of chia contains about 10 grams of protein, which is great because chia is tech, like what I do with it is I usually just throw it over my salad or in a smoothie um, and you just have there like 10 grams of protein right there. So the best of all, you can make it at home by grinding chia seeds in a food processor or coffee grinder to enhance the absorption of the amino acids because it, there was a study done, a research done, that people consuming chia seeds whole didn't really get the 100% benefit of the amino acid or the omega-3 content. But when you blend it in a food processor or in a coffee grinder, you absorb you know, the health benefits better, the amino acids and the omega-3. Chia seeds are low in the essential amino acid lysine, so you may have to complement it with another plant-based protein source like soybeans, spirulina, fenogreek seeds, which are an excellent source of lysine. The next protein, plant-based protein, is hemp seed. This is the one that I used to consume as well. Hemp seed protein is among the most popular plant-based protein supplements in the fitness community because it's easily digestible. It is made by grinding hemp seed into a fine powder, right? So if you have hemp seeds at home, just put them in a food processor, grind them, and you're good to go. It contains all nine essential amino acids, and a quarter cup of hemp seeds contains 12 grams of protein. Hemp seeds also provides significant amount of fiber. Since most Americans lack fiber in their diet, it's good to throw on some hemp seed into your smoothie, some grounded hemp seed, right? Or into a sauce or into your cooking. This is what I love about these seeds, these nuts, is that you can just throw them anywhere. You can grind them. You can put them into anything, right? So the next plant-based protein is pumpkin seed-based protein. So a quarter cup of pumpkin seeds provides 12, I mean, 18 grams of protein. When pumpkin seeds are made into a powder and some of the oil is removed, they provide even a more 
robust source of protein. Pumpkin seeds are also good sources of fiber, antioxidants, magnesium, zinc, and other essential minerals. However, pumpkins are deficient in the amino acid lysine and 309. So combining them with a grain and legume can help to complement their amino acid. The next plant-based protein is brown rice-based protein. Some people might be surprised to know that brown rice protein powder is quite high in protein. A quarter cup contains about 22 grams of protein. And this is because brown rice is a whole grain, right? Whole grains have a lot of protein. Brown, brown rice protein powder is a good source as well of BCAAs, which help to support athletes who want to build muscle mass and maybe is equally as, as effective as the whey protein to do so. Brown rice protein is low in an essential amino acid lysine, so some formulations blend brown rice protein with other protein sources like pea protein and other ones, right, to provide a more complete amino acid profile. So if you are really into protein powders, I would say stick to a plant-based protein. And there's a lot of brands that offer a blend of plant-based proteins and it comes just all combined so you could get the full complete protein right so it's good to always especially if you're eating plant-based it's good to have a diversified diet filled with a whole bunch of different types of legumes and veggies and fruits and whole grains because they all contain amino acids but some of them lack what others don't have so that's why it's good to complement your meals and what you put in one meal and if you don't have like let's say a whole grain in one meal then just have it in another that way you have your complete amino acid profile for the day. So I would say a person eating a whole food plant-based diet, 100%, maybe even 90%, doesn't have to worry about protein. If you're really good with diversifying your foods, with eating different foods, with learning, like if you know how to nourish yourself, right, the art of nourishment and you're doing this every single day, I don't believe that you have to worry about protein, okay? If you're eating good, you don't have to worry about it. If you're somebody that's transitioning into a plant-based diet and you obviously are struggling a little bit more with eating just plant-based right now, you have to worry about eating different types of foods and learning how to cook all these other different vegetables that you've never even heard of or you don't know how to eat or you don't know how to make them taste good because it just... Becoming plant-based comes with its own um, obstacles, right? And learning how to do it. So I would say if you're somebody that doesn't eat 100% plant-based or eat a lot of processed kind of like um, fake meats or you're plant-based but you're not really, you're not 100% like fruit vegetable person, I would say maybe incorporate a plant-based protein powder in the morning that way, you know, you're kind of balancing out and it's easier, right? It'll be easier for you to transition into the plant-based diet and meanwhile, you're not lacking in protein. If you're somebody that is an athlete, you do need a lot more protein and the proteins that you would most likely stick to are soy-based protein, pea-based protein, hemp seed, and brown rice based protein because they all have BCAAs 
that is a group of amino acids that helps support the muscle growth. So I would say stick to those if you are an athlete. And that's pretty much it, guys. I wanted to do a little episode about protein and kind of clarify why some people that go plant-based are protein deficient. It's because they're not doing it 100% right, which is obviously um understandable it's a new lifestyle that you're just coming into and it's not going to be easy right off the bat right to learn how to eat first you have to learn how to eat different you have to learn how to cook different foods you have to get the hang of it and you are going to probably lack like b12 and protein um as well as if you're an athlete you need more protein if you are sick you need a little bit more protein um but yeah that's basically it guys i wanted to just show you the difference between animal products um with their protein and the benefits of plant-based protein i have been plant-based for a while now i'm not plant-based i'm not plant-based deficient i'm not protein deficient i do eat a variety of whole grains and and just vegetables and all of that right so i'm pretty good in that department but it is possible to eat 100% plant-based without being protein deficient. There's athletes that do it. There's a whole bunch of people out there that do it. It's just learning how to, learning your foods, learning what it contains, and learning how to mix and match them in order to give you a diversified profile of nutrients and minerals and all that stuff. So thank you so much for having me today. I look forward to our next episode and if you have a minute or two or a second or two maybe even um please if you like this podcast give it a rate give it a star review give it a comment i would appreciate it it's what keeps me going it's what keeps me motivated and obviously i love connecting with whoever is listening and i want this to be a community where we are all striving to just live healthier lives, right? And I want to get to know each and every one of you if I can. So always feel re- always feel free to reach out and follow me on Goodness Club. Follow me on my personal page, Judith L. Rios. And also I'm doing a little giveaway for people that leave a written review on the podcast. So I'm going to get the group of people that have written reviews and I'm going to do like a little raffle for those of you that leave a written review on the podcast i would love to hear how it is that i have helped you how this podcast has helped you what kind of you know value i'm bringing into your into your life and that's it guys just leave a little written review down below to join the giveaway so i will see you next friday and love you all bye